Would you like a jelly baby? Engage all the systems. Aye. Engage. Clear all mornings. Clear it, sir. One quarter impulse power. You know how to fly, don't you? No. Do you? You shall not pass! Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. The force will be with you. Always. Hi, and welcome to the Geek Hangout Podcast. My name is Mark, and I am joined tonight, as always, by my friend and co-host, Grant. How are you doing tonight, Grant? I'm doing great, Mark. How are you? I'm very good, man. we got a packed show tonight. We've got a lot of news coming out. Big news this week. We're going to talk about the Spider-Mans back in the MCU and the deal that went on with that. We're going to talk about Kevin Feige coming to Star Wars, which is amazing. We're going to talk about the Birds of Prey trailer that came out this week, which is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't quite sure what was going on there, but we'll talk about it. And uh, if we have time, we're going to talk about the DC TV universe, right? Anything else that I'm missing? No, that's it. That's our list for tonight. Excellent. What have you been doing this last couple of weeks? Anything new and exciting? I'm trying to think. Nothing too exciting. I've just been catching up on some TV. I finished up Preacher series on, um, well, I've been watching on Hulu, but so season three is on Hulu and I finished that and season okay. four is ending in real time. So that hasn't come to Hulu yet. So I'm waiting for that. So I, I've been enjoying that, but um, I just uh, actually tonight just watched the first episode of the Orville from oh, okay. yeah yeah so i watched the first episode and i liked it and it really felt like i mean it's funny because uh it started out before we got all this new star trek and it, it really feels like a star trek show it's hysterical like i'm it just really... kind of like yeah I, i'm actually amazed that star trek whoever owns star trek uh, like that they didn't sue them because <laughs> well, <laughs> it's think... like I think, if I'm not mistaken, they worked together with a lot of the people. Like, I think Jonathan Frakis uh, uh, directs a few episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's it's almost like it was developed hand-in-hand with Star Star Trek people. Oh. Yeah, and I huh. was... Uh, it's funny you, you mentioned that, because I've been working my way through Orville, too. Okay. And um, I, t- I gotta tell you, that show is not anything that I expected it to be. Right. I remember you had mentioned that before. I don't know if it was on a podcast or in real life, but, um, you know, because yeah, it was Seth MacFarlane, I figured it was just going to be, you know, a bunch of jokes and just what it is. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's not at all. It was actually the first episode. It was a good story. Like, I mean, there were some jokes and stuff in it. It was funny, but it was like it was like it really felt like an episode of Star Trek. It was good. Yeah, it really. I mean, and a lot of things they touch on are very Star Trekky. And they're, they're kind of like, you know, like some of the topics are kind of like heavy topics, you know, and then they, you know, add in the jokes and they add in funny stuff and they have characters that are, that are kind of funny, you know? Yeah, right. I I was just surprised. I expected it to be almost like a farce of Star Trek and it's not that at all, you know? And, um, it's, it's, it's almost like an homage to Star Trek. It's like them. Yeah. Well, you can tell, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, um, yeah, like a labor of love, like type of thing. Like, you know. I, it's almost like, you know, Seth MacFarlane was like, well, I can't do Star Trek for whatever reason, so I'm going to do my own version. And, you know. Right. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a really good show. I like I like it a lot. I've been work. I, it's one of those. It's one of the ones that I'm sort of working my way through slowly. But it's it's it's. I enjoy the show. Oh, good. All right, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. well, I have less, more to look forward to then. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about you? What have you been up to? Uh, not, not too much. What have I been doing? Doing some gaming. Uh, not not anything like earth shattering. I've been playing. Oh, Mario Kart Mobile came out for your phone. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, like it's like a Nintendo put it out for like iOS and I think Android, and I've been playing a lot of that. So and it's oh, that's good. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's actually quite quite a bit of fun. <laughs> <laughs> like I've I've been I got my because I don't I don't usually like go for the mobile games, but this one I'm kind of hooked on. <laughs> so I, I like that. Um, and uh, other than that, I've just oh I I did the big Stranger Things episode last 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 time. Um, but right. since then, since now I'm kind of geeked down on Stranger Things, I went back, I rewatched season one, I'm, and I'm about to finish watching season two. So, uh, oh, okay. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. So, yeah. watching them, I guess, rewatch, because I, I only watched them through the first time. I mean, I liked it, but I just never rewatched them. Are, are you getting more from it the second time around, you think? You know, just because you, know, you kind of know where the story's going? I am, actually. And one of the things that I, I did not remember from when I watched season three, I didn't remember this in season two, but there's a, there's a, there's a lot of Russian talk in season two. Really? Yeah. Like, um, and remember that guy, the, the guy with the beard. Yes. Right. Like uh, it, I forget his name too. Right. Yeah. I forget his name, but he was introduced in, in season two and I remembered him and, um, and thought he was an interest. He, like he was a fun character in season two. Yes. But, that character talks a lot about Russians invading Hawkins. Oh, isn't that funny? Yeah, and and I did not remember that when I watched season three. Yeah, and, and I was like, oh, okay, so that's more of a through line than I thought it was, you know? Right. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just thought that was interesting. It's a, it's like this. There's more of a connection there than I I expected there than I thought there was. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty it's neat to be able to see that, like, you know, that they are planning ahead like that and, and you know, seeding the future episodes, you know. Right. Uh, and speaking of that, they released a, a teaser, a quick teaser for episode or for season four to, on uh, online. Right. It just, yeah, it, it was just, you know, the uh, the title and it has the four, but then it, it gets all like uh, overgrown and like turns into like it looks like it's in the upside down. Right. And, and one of the things which totally blows my theory out of the water, um, it, like the little tagline is we're not in Hawkins anymore. Yeah. And, and last week's show, I was like, I was like, oh, they're not going to, they, they, he can't be in Russia because they're going to, they're, then he's outside of Hawkins. Right. <laughs> so yeah. that blows my theory out of the water. I know. It made me wonder with, um, them showing the upside down like that though is that we're not in hawkins anymore does that mean that we're going to go to russia or does that mean that hopper is stuck in the upside down or something like that you know right right, right. good stuff right. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm really excited about it they didn't give a date right so they just just said it's... Uh, yeah just they the, yeah right they uh they officially signed or netflix officially renewed it for season four and so that's when they put out the tra- the teaser okay. you know the little teaser tra- uh, trailer whatever you want to call it that's, that'll be interesting to see where they go with it. I'm excited. Yeah, about it. yeah, me too. They do a great job with that. Yep, I'm all in on on Stranger Things. But should we just get into the news this week? Yeah, let's go for it. All right. So for the third 
show running. (laughs) 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 We're going to talk about the drama involved with Spider-Man. Man, we could just get enough of Spider-Man on this show. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so when was it? Like last week? I want to say, I think it was last week. Yeah. They, they finally announced, I, I guess, Marvel and Disney have come to a, an agreement and with, Spider-Man. Uh, oh, well, with, so- with Sony, right. Oh, I'm sorry. What did I say? Marvel I and uh, Disney. Okay. So, yeah. So, so Marvel and Sony or Disney and Sony or Marvel and Disney and Sony, anyway, yeah. however it works, <laughs> um, have come to an agreement and, and Spider-Man is coming back to the MCU yeah. for at least two movies. Uh, I read one movie and one appearance in another movie. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure that can be adjusted in the future. You know, but for right now, what I read is one. One he's going to get, you know, Spider-Man three basically with Tom Holland, and then he'll he'll get one other appearance in some other Marvel movie somewhere. Like maybe an Avengers, if if they're you know if they still doing the Avengers thing or whatever. Yeah, he's going to right. I, yeah, I don't know what movie. I mean, just with with the upcoming slate, I don't know what uh, what movie he would be in. But I mean, man, they could put him in anything, really, you know. Right, and then and I guess the deal that they finally cut is that Disney is going to foot the bill for twenty five percent of the film or something like that. Yes, they're gonna, uh, and then and then they will get twenty five percent of the profit. Yes, on the film. Yeah, so it, it's uh, not what they were looking for, but it's better than five percent that they were. Yeah. And apparently the one article I read was that Sony saw the online backlash. Like people were mad at Sony for, you know, not agreeing to go forward with uh, Marvel Disney. And uh, Sony was like, basically like, here, take it. Like they, they were yeah. just all like, oh, yeah. oh no, here, we'll, we'll make the deal. Yeah, they, just, <laughs> they, they panicked, you know, oh, well, you could, you could phrase it that way. You could say they panicked and made the deal. But on the flip side, if I was thinking about it, we had mentioned in the previous shows that, you know, Sony's ripe for purchase. So they're probably thinking like, look, let's just do whatever we can to keep you know, keep Spider-Man and keep that our, our bottom line looking good, you know, because someone's going to buy him anyway right. at some point. So they're probably figuring like, look, let's just do that. We'll the, keep the money flowing in as much as we can. And then someone's going to come along and buy us. And then that then it, then it'll be their problem. What you know, the Spider-Man goes back to Marvel anyway. Right, right. When when Kevin Feige made the announcement that Spider-Man was coming back. One of the things he said in his little announcement was, he says, so as Sony continues to develop their own Spider-Verse, you never know what surprises the future might hold. Yes, I saw that. So what does that mean? And a lot of people are speculating to, you know, that maybe Venom is going to appear in the MCU or, or something like that. So I don't know, you know, I don't, yeah, it's interesting. They were um, very specific in not mentioning Venom or any of the other movies in development, you know, from Sony, you know, and then when he said that, it's sort of like, OK, so maybe that's like a separate deal they're working on. Maybe, you know, maybe they're trying to get something else going. I don't know. Right, right, right. Or maybe I, they're maybe they're referring to Into the Spider-Verse, which was a fantastic movie. I mean, and I think the, all the credit for that goes to Sony, right? Like that was their yeah. that was their baby. That was all them. I don't think um, Marvel proper had anything to do with it. Uh, you know, yeah. and that was what do you call that was uh, Chris Lord and. Lord yeah, Lord and Miller. Lord and Miller. Yeah, Lord and Miller. That's it, right? That was all them. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see where they go with this. But I'm excited to see it. I I, I just read today, as a matter of fact, there was a bunch of articles that came out today that said that Tom Holland was actually sort of integral into yeah. getting Disney and Sony to come back to the table. Like he he was out there like calling Bob Iger and being like, hey, you, you, we can we 
you know, get get back to the table, and he was calling right. execs at Sony. So I think that's know. so funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really, because it well kind of goes to show how how powerful he's become. You know, just as, from an actor standpoint. I mean, he seems. I, look, I don't know the guy, but he seems like a good guy. He seems like a good. You know, what I, I would have called him a kid almost, but he seems like a good. You know, good kid. Um, but yeah, for him to be able to call Bob Iger and be like, Hey, can I come in and see, I really want to, you know, yeah. <laughs> like he's, he's, you know, he's really a rising star in terms of a movie star, I think. Well, this is huge for him. I mean, think about it. He's been yeah. in, you know, like here, here he is, he's, you know, he's a fairly young actor and, um, you know, he was just in the, you know, and he was only in it for briefly, but he was in. He was in the uh, highest grossing movie of all time. Like he probably he wants yeah. to like, let's keep this going. I would keep yeah, this right. going. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, right. You know, I, it would be nice to not have to work it for the rest of my life. So let's get. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, yeah. And I'm sure from, uh, you're right. From uh, far from home. I mean, that, that crossed a billion too, you know, also. So, I mean, yeah, he's probably right. He's probably just like, look, let's just keep this going, baby. You know? Yeah. <laughs> So I, I'm really happy to hear this. So we're going to get the, the to see Spider-Man again in the MCU, which I think is huge because, um, yeah, he's sort of be, he hasn't been in 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 a lot, but he's sort of become a, a an important character. Definitely right. I mean, yeah, you know, he's sort of like well, really picked up the mantle for Tony Stark almost. So like not almost. I mean, he did. So like if they're going to go down that road with him, I mean, he has to be part. He has to be plugged in. You know. Yeah, so it's funny for even though the whole deal just went down, they already announced the uh, the new date for the movie. They already you know inserted in, into their lineup. It's um, July. Would you say July sixteenth? July sixteenth. Yeah, twenty twenty one. So yeah, and that's I mean, not that far away, really. No, so yeah, I guess in the back of their mind, uh, who knows? Maybe behind the scenes, maybe they always knew a deal would be happening. For them to insert it that quickly into their their slate of films, it's it's kind of it's it's amazing, really, that they'd have to juggle anything around. Right. So and who knows behind the scenes, maybe they had a placeholder there all along figuring like, yeah, this is going to happen, you know, and they must have some idea of what the story is going to be given how they ended. Yes. Home, home, uh, far from home, you know, so they must have at least a treatment or something, some idea of what they where they want to go. Yeah, think so. I well, yeah. If you if you uh, yeah, with with that sort of bombshell at the end of um, Far From Home, yeah, they definitely have to have some idea of what they want, you know. Right, right. Yeah, but this is uh, this is exciting news, and I'm 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 thrilled to be getting Spider-Man back in the MCU, and we'll have to see where it goes from there. But it'll, it'll be also be interesting to see what what surprises the future might hold too. See if we get a yeah or something like that in there. Yeah, because that could be pretty. That could be really neat. Just yeah, as a night, that could be a pretty fun surprise, really. If you know you're in the middle of a, a standard MCU movie, and all of a sudden Venom shows up or something like you know, that could be a neat surprise or or an end credit scene or something like that. You know, right, right. They could have a lot of fun with that. So that yeah, definitely. Cool. I guess that wraps up our Spider-Man news for the, if, uh, if coming back to the MCU. But uh, speaking of Kevin Feige, there was some big news there, right? Yeah, uh, they announced that he is going to be doing a Star Wars movie. So uh, apparently he's going to be co-producing it with Lucasfilm. Is that what I read? That's what I read. I, th- I, th- I think the, that was the what I read in the article. It was a co-producing with Kathleen Kennedy. Okay. So I mean that's fascinating. Just from a um, just from a standpoint of like what's you know I know behind the scenes I know Ke- Kevin Feige is a is a huge Star Wars fan. So yeah, my question is like oh if they're going to bring him in to produce a movie. You know what's it going to be about? What if they're bringing him in? It makes he has to have a story idea. Or he you know he has to have something going on. So I was just fascinated by that for, for the first part of it. I was fascinated by that. Just what's this guy going to do? You know what what story are they going to tell? 
Well, one of the sort of the the tantalizing things about this announcement was that there's a source out there saying that Feige has a major actor in mind for a specific role in in whatever film they're developing uh, that he would like that person to play. So um, nobody knows who that person is. Yeah. But there's been a lot of like, have you seen all the like buzz online about Sebastian Stan? Oh no! Well, wait, but have you, you not to... before this announcement? This, yeah, they people have been talking about this for a while. Yes, no, that's then, I know what you're talking about. Right, and then this. Okay, so 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 I, I guess if you're not familiar with it, there's a lot of buzz online that people think that Sebastian Stan right now would resemble uh, Luke Skywalker, not even younger. I mean, I guess they'd be about the same. I mean, you think? I'm, how old do you think Sebastian Stan is? You think he's about uh, Return of the Jedi age, Luke? I would think so. The picture that they always show, they have like it's like a. I haven't seen it in a while to be honest, but it's a split screen and it has like Luke from Empire on one side and it has Sebastian Stan on the other side. And like, it really, like they really look a lot alike. It's amazing. I was pretty amazed at how similar they look. So that's very interesting. I never thought of that because I saw on Twitter, I saw Chris Evans was like, I'm in, you know, and then I saw, uh, Oh, that's right. Chris. Yeah. I I did see that. That he, Chris Evans expressed interest in. Yeah. And then um, Brie Larson, I guess she tweeted something and it was a picture of her in a Jedi robe with a lightsaber sort of saying like, <laughs> you know, I'm into it. And I think it was her. And she was definitely, um, you know, needle in some of her, the people that uh, don't care for her. I think it definitely got that impression. And it, you know, it made me laugh just because she's like, yep, I'm coming to Star Wars, too. <laughs> <You know? laughs> if, you didn't, if you didn't like me in Marvel, guess what? You know, I thought that was funny. But yeah. I never thought about Sebastian Stan. That's that's very interesting. And that really, I mean, you know, on one hand, you don't, you know, you, on one hand, you tie the Star Wars actors so closely to their characters. But on the flip side, if we could get a movie about Luke post Jedi pre, um, you know, pre Kylo Ren, you know, there's a space in there where we don't know what Luke was doing. Right. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that. We know he was forming the Jedi Temple and all that stuff. So there's you know a, a, a huge gap in there that could tell a lot of stories, and that that could be really cool. Yeah, this is actually one of my issues with the. I guess that's not an issue, but one of my one of my feelings about the the new the sequel trilogy is that I, they really leave like they 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 talk about Luke and how he starts the Jedi Temple, but you don't really know. Like was Kylo Ren in the first class he had, and that just went bad. Yeah, like you right. don't know. Like, did he teach anybody before Kylo Ren? Before it all got you know burned down and everything, you don't know any of that really. You yeah, know? right. So there's a lot of. I mean, I guess from a storytelling standpoint, there's a lot of you know leeway there. There's a lot of lot of room to, to, to a lot of things to flesh out. If we're just going by what we know, I'm going to assume that that Kylo Ren was the first class because, you know, the whole theme of the last Jedi with Ray being the last one. Now, you know, I would assume that there aren't any other Jedi out there. Like I assume Kylo killed, killed most of them. And then the rest of them turned into the Knights of Ren, you know? Right. So, but you never know. I mean, you know, something else could have happened. I mean, you know, maybe he did train some other, another person and, you know, maybe that person met an untimely end, (laughs) you know, or maybe it could be, you know, I know, in the this is the new the you know not the expanded universe but in the new disney timeline i know that they basically after jedi they said luke kind of just disappeared not like he did 
after Kylo Ren, but he sort of went out and started researching and tracking down like Jedi artifacts and doing different things like that, sort of to get a get. Like, since he was the only Jedi, he guess he was trying to track it down and figure things out. Right. Okay. Yeah. So be, maybe, yeah, maybe there's a story to tell there. You know, it would be interesting. I mean, I don't know. I, I I mean, I don't know. Like they keep saying this is the end of the Skywalker saga. True. But but I, I and I don't know how much to take these Sebastian Stan things other than that picture. You're sort of like, Oh yeah, yeah. They, they do sort of look alike, but like, I don't know where they, uh, where would you go? I, I, and like you said, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of time there to mine, but I just don't but, know where to go with it. Wait, you know, you know, no, it's interesting is today I was reading a quote by um, Dave uh, Filoni. What's his name? Filoni, right? Dave Filoni. And somebody asked him basically, they're like, "Hey, why did you guys decide to use, um, or why didn't you use IG88? What made you do IG11?" His answer was, he's like, "Well, he's like, you know, even though the expanded universe, the old expanded universe doesn't exist anymore, he goes, IG88 was around and in those stories." And he said, he goes, "I just felt it was more." you know, respectful to, to just create a brand new robot. He's like, you know, IG-88 wasn't the only assassin droid. And, um, you know, and he goes, so why not create something new? And he also referenced the, uh, when he was doing Clone Wars, like creating Ahsoka, like he got such pleasure out of creating something new that went on to grow and in, into something new in its own thing. So par- part of me wonders, and, you know, granted I'm basing it off of an IG-88, IG-11 IG conversation but part of me wonders if lucasfilm sort of sort of not learned their lesson but learned a lesson like hey you know what maybe we shouldn't maybe people don't want to see us retell these stories or you know kind of like with you know, the han solo movie as much as i enjoyed it and liked it you know those stories were kind of already told in the expanded universe over time and i think a lot of people were like oh that's not how i thought it would happen and i know that's sort of like a, a critique of the the sequel trilogy also where people are like everybody in their mind had how things should be, whether it was on their own or whether it was through all the old expanded universe stuff so it 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 by you know going and telling those stories, it kind of you know kind of backfired a little bit to a certain extent, you know. Right, right. Um, so I would be curious, you know, if there if this is the end of the Skywalker trilogy or you know uh, saga, and perhaps now they're just going to say, you know what, guys, you know this universe is huge. Let's just go create some new stuff. Right. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if that's the case, but, um, you know, like I said, based on the, the little snippet of the conversation from the, about the Mandalorian with IG-88, I, it really made me, made me think that, you know, that, okay, I think they're going to go and try to do all new stuff now. That seems to be the, what they're telegraphing, you know, that yeah. I mean, cause everybody, everybody from Lucasfilm that even men- mentions the rise of Skywalker follows it with, this is the end of the Skywalker saga. <laughs> you yeah, know? Right. Uh-huh. Like it's, I mean, they, they, they're making it very clear that this is in their view is the end, you know, while, while the, the speculation about Sebastian Stan, he might still be, I mean, they may still be talking to Sebastian Stan. Oh, right. I don't, I, don't, I you know, I, I, and it's where it's fun to speculate about him being a, you know, getting more Luke Skywalker stories. I just don't think that's the direction they're going. Yeah, and I would agree. You know, like exactly. You know, I, I agree with that too. It, I it, well, like I said, it's it, there's a lot of story there you could tell, but then at the same time, you know, is it going to be like the solo movie where you're like, oh, I thought that I, I had that different in my head, or oh, right, I right, remember, right. you know, oh, I liked the story in the book better, or you know, whatever. So, um, 
Yeah, but I don't. Well, you know, whoever I mean, he might have somebody else. To you know, it's all speculation. He could have maybe he's bringing Robert Downey Jr. over. Right. <laughs> <laughs> could be. right. You yeah. imagine? Um, yeah, you never. I've thought about this before. How would you feel about a an animated series that deals with um like Han and 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 Leia and Luke in the years yeah, they... after Return of the Jedi? In that thirty-year gap, I um I would be open to it, but I would want it to be. I would want to make sure it was more in line with um more in line with like the Clone Wars or Rebels, right? Than right. The, than the Resistance, you know, right? Um, just you know, so if if they could, you know, if they could do it as basically, I don't want to say an adult cartoon, but if they could do it as a you know more mature cartoon, I, I'd be up for that. I'd be you know definitely interested in seeing that story. I just wonder if they would go that direction, but I'm, I'm like, I think about that sometimes because it, it eliminates the problem of, you know, I mean, obviously you, you can't make Mark Hamill young again. Right. Or, oh, I guess you can with the, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like with the CG stuff, but, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it, it, I think that an, an animated series sort of a, eliminates a lot of that problem, but I just don't know that they would go that direction. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to get some of those, st- like, like, I really want to know what happened in that time period to these, to these people, you know? Well, yeah. And I would, I would like it to be, it may, and maybe they'll start to flesh it out after the rise of Skywalker, but I would, yeah, I would definitely like to see more about that. And I would like to see it in a way that's not just the books. You know right, I mean? that's the thing. Like, I think just the books is sort of a, like, I probably won't ever get around to it. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, right, like, right. Like the, the books are, I get that they'll come out with books and they'll come out with comic books and it's fine. Uh, but the reality is, like, that's just, I'm probably not ever going to get to that. But, like, an animated series, I'd probably watch. Yes, you know? I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm the same way. Um, you know, but, yeah, yeah, I don't know, you know. Or is it just one of those things where, they just say, okay, it's time to move on. And, and you just leave that up to, you know, they leave that blank space up to your imagination. Like, okay, well, you know what, you know, we don't know, you, you know, we, we know that broad strokes and you can sort of fill in the gaps. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. But it'll, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I mean, um, I think this, this Kevin Feige news is, is, you know, big. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm excited to see that he's, he's, you know, and he, he apparently is a big fan and he wants to be involved and that's great. I love it when fans do, you know, I think Filoni's a big fan and yes, right. John Favreau's a big fan. So I like yeah, to right. when fans, fans are doing stuff. Oh, as um, a, God, finish your thought and then I'll tell you, say what I, you know, so it'll, it'll be great to see what, what he's got in mind. You know, I'm excited to see what, what he, what he's got going on. As an aside, I watched, um, the chef show with John Favreau <laughs> and, um, I don't know if it's season two or if it's the second half of season one, but whatever it is, there's an episode with him at Skywalker ranch and he's cooking with, um, uh, chef Roy's the guy he cooks with, but then Dave Filoni walks in to the kitchen and he puts him to work and they start cooking and, you know, they're using all the stuff from like Skywalker ranch's gardens and all this stuff. But (laughs) while they're doing it, they're goofing around about like, you know, how they met and like, you know, uh, Favreau was doing Iron Man when Filoni was doing Clone Wars and they started just like comparing notes with each other. And I guess got friendly. And then he had Favreau do a voice for Clone Wars. And, right, uh, right, right. 
it, it was a it was a funny. Uh, I enjoy the show as it is, and I I really enjoy Favreau. But it was funny to see him come in and and just you know the the banter back and forth with them, and it, it was it was a pretty cool episode. I liked it. Okay, I'll, I I really need to watch that show. You've been telling me about it. I gotta watch it. I it's you know it's 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 kind of. Um, it's just uh, the best way. It's it's delightful. You know what I mean? Okay, it's like yeah. it's you're not. It's not earth shattering. You know, there's nothing going on, but it's just a fun show. And I mean, I'm not even a big fan of cooking shows, but it's just funny to watch them cook. And they they you know they they get talking to each other and they they're, they're cursing and different things like that. So, but yeah. it, it's it's I don't know. It's funny. It's just you're hanging out with like friends or something. It's it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll have to check that one out. Definitely. <laughs> This is good news, I think, for Star Wars, and we'll we'll see where where Feige is gonna gonna take things. Yeah, you know? and it does it, well. It does make you wonder now. You know, if there it, it, nobody really talked about this, but if he's coming over, is he gonna do um, an original Star Wars story? You know, an original Star Wars movie, or um, you know, is he coming in to do like? Is he gonna produce like you know Ryan Johnson's movies, or is he gonna you know come in and produce the Game of Thrones guys' you know movies or whatever? Right. Or is he or is he coming over with his own movie idea? And gonna run with that, you know. I didn't, you know. I noticed that there's a whenever Iger, Iger doesn't talk about Ryan Johnson, and he doesn't talk about Benioff and Weiss. Yeah. So I wonder. I, I just wonder if that's actually happening. Uh, yeah, I kind of you know? do too. The last I heard I, that I heard that um, Ryan Johnson did say recently that he's still it's he's still doing a um, a trilogy. But it might not be as soon as he thinks. So, like, he's got a movie coming out next month called Knives Out. And it's apparently it's like some really quirky mystery, murder mystery type movie or something like that. Okay. Um, but he said um, something like he was, oh, I might have time to do another movie before I start on Star Wars. So, you know, I don't know if, uh, you know, Disney is pushing things back or, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not quite sure what the plan is. And now that I think about it, when they released the future timetable, it was like a Star Wars and an Avatar back and forth for a couple of years, right? Yeah. But they never. They, but, but there's they, no right. They never. There's... They never said whose movies those were. Right. And I wonder if the introduction of Kevin Feige, that at the very least the Ryan Johnson trilogy or movie or whatever it is he's working on, if that was sort of on the on the outs, you know. Oh, right. But now I'm thinking, you know, with the introduction of Kevin Feige, you wonder, I mean, is he just going to wipe the slate clean and just be like, no, we're doing, we're not doing any of this. We're starting from scratch, you know? Well, Um, yeah, I mean, assuming he's, you know, assuming he's going to have a much larger role than just coming as a co-producer, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, if he's, if he's coming in as, um, you know, to sort of take over for Kathleen Kennedy, whether it's, you know, whatever's going on behind the scenes, whether it's, uh, you know, her decision or, you know, as some of us speculated, maybe it's not, but I mean, um, yeah, if he comes in and gets handed the, you know, if comes in and takes over, hey, he may have his own ideas. Right. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Uh, I mean, I just, you know, it's funny cause it's like they, they made those announcements about Benioff and Weiss and, and Ryan Johnson. And then really nobody's talking about it. You know, like they, the announcements were made, it's sort of out there in the ether, but like, you don't hear anybody really talking. There's no right. rumors about production beginning or filming or like, it's just sort of like these announcements were made, but I wonder if they're going to go through with it. You know? Well, I think after, after solo and the, the quote failure of it, you know what I mean? I think they obviously are, you know, I think that caught everybody by surprise. 
And, um, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they really take a hard look at, at these different, you know, I mean, it's great to say, oh, we're going to give this guy a Star Wars, you know, give this guy or these guys Star Wars trilogies. But I mean, I think they, you know, they really need to come in and really like plan out what they're going to do. You right, know? right, right, right. And, and maybe that's maybe that's more so why they're bringing in um, Kevin Feige. You know, I mean, for all we know, he could just be coming and do a one and done movie and be out you know, and back to Marvel he goes. But I mean, if they're, you know, they could also be bringing him over to say, hey, listen, you know, you did a great job with the Marvel Universe. I mean, you planned out, what was it, 20, how many movies was it, you know? 20, 21, 20, right. 22 movies, something like and that. You planned out 22 movies over 10 years and did a great, great job. It kept everything, every, the consistency was there throughout. And so for someone like that that has that long game in mind, maybe they're thinking something like that, you know, bring him yeah. in and. You know, and maybe he doesn't even, you know, he, maybe he doesn't even take over for Kathleen Kennedy. Maybe they just bring him in as, you know, an, a, a, an in-between type of thing or something or I, who knows. Or you just know. to help. Because that's the thing. I mean, you would think that you would think that what he did with with Marvel, you know, planning out those movies was was, in my view, more difficult because they started it from scratch. Right. Like, yeah. like, I mean, those of us who who are sort of comic book people were, recognize these characters and sort of knew the stories. But most people, I would say, didn't, you know, I mean, Iron Man and right. Thor. And I just don't think people were super familiar with these characters. They, and, yeah, they hadn't become iconic yet, like Superman and Batman. They right. were still, you know, now Spider-Man was up there. But like, yeah, Iron Man, I don't know how many people even knew knew who Iron Man was. I mean, you know, Captain America, maybe, you know. Right. Like, you know, it's so I so I, to build the universe from these characters, they almost had to do it from scratch with Star Wars. You know, the the bones are already yeah, the world's already created. Right. You know, it's it's in my view, it should be easier to like come up with but, but maybe to say you know who knows i'm not involved in writing or filmmaking <laughs> or but like you know what i'm saying like the the structure's already there you just got populate it with characters you know yeah well i think one of the hardest things to do would be to basically figure out like okay like the original trilogy the empire the empire was defeated and now we have the sequel trilogy and oh the empire is back but they're calling themselves the first order now so it's like, you know, what, and I, I assume they're going to win at the end of Rise of Skywalker. That would make sense. But right. then you're kind of like, oh, well, where do you go from here? Uh, you know what I mean? Like in terms of a movie like that, like, you know, like we're going to get the Mandalorian. We're going to get some, you know, some shows like that, which are kind of do their thing. But like from a big epic movie standpoint, it's kind of like, oh, well, we kind of beat the bad guys. Now what do we do? You know, whereas it, Marvel, it, oh, I was going to say, whereas Marvel now can say, OK, well, what other villain do we have? Right. Yeah, and the other thing, the other difference with Marvel is for the most part, I mean, with the exception of like Captain America and stuff like that, for the most part, they're always moving forward, you know, whereas Star yes. Wars jumps back and forth. And, you know, we had Force Awakens and then we had Rogue One and then we had um, Last Jedi and then we had Solo, you know, like they're 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 bouncing around. And I, I do think that contributes to the some of the difficulties they're having. You know? I agree with that too. Right. I mean, I, you know, I thought that, I mean, you know, ever since the prequels, it's like, you know, I know I, I vividly remember leaving, um, the phantom menace at one of the, I've saw it a couple of times in the theaters, but I remember walking out of there one time and there was a girl and she had turned to her boyfriend. They weren't with me or anything like that, but she's like, so was that little Luke Skywalker? 
you know, and like, so right, you, right. you know, and it just goes to show the general public just wasn't, you know, whereas I'm like, I'm like, are you kidding me? You know what I mean? But the, <laughs> right. <laughs> but the general public just wasn't aware. They're like, oh, it's a, you know, a little boy in the desert with sandy colored hair. Isn't that Luke Skywalker? And, you know, obviously the boyfriend was like, no. And yeah. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. So for all that jumping around, it does get confusing. And I would say, um, you know, in terms of um, Marvel, not to, not that I didn't like the Captain Marvel movie, but one of the things that I did find um, myself doing during the movie, and we met, did talk about this before, but it, like trying to figure out like, well, how, where does this fit in? How does this work? Like, instead of just enjoying the movie, I was, my mind was clicking away like, well, where does this fit in and how does this impact the future? And, you know, cause it was in the nineties like that. Right, right, right. So I would, I personally would love to see them. However, the rise of Skywalker ends, I would love to see them just go, like you said, just keep going forward. You know what I mean? Just, all right, that's over with now. They, whatever happened, happened. Now let's come up with something new. Let's, you know, let's, and whether they stick with some of the characters or brand new characters, whatever, just let's go forward and. Um, you know, right. and one of the things, you know, and one of the things with star Wars though, is, you know, there, there is that entire expanded universe of stories that, um, you know, they, they wiped the slate clean in terms of the, the movies, uh, the continuity for the movies and stuff. But I mean, they could really farm and mine that for all it's worth if they wanted to. And, you know, kind of like they did with, um, uh, grand Admiral Thrawn from, um, he showed up in rebels, but before right. that he was in, a, uh, he was in several novels in the old EU and, um, you know, he's a really popular villain. And so then they brought him over to rebels and then he kind of ran with him there. And so there's a lot of stuff like that. They could totally farm and use for new stories. So, yeah. And I think Fel- Filoni has even said as much, um, that even though legends is, is no longer canon, that it doesn't mean that it doesn't inform what they're doing in the future. You know, like they're, they're going to, they're going to mine, you know, all that, all that, you know, expanded universe stuff and take the stuff that was the, you know, and, and use the stuff that they, that was the best. Right. You know, and, 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 and move it, use it going forward. And I, you know, I think, and, and I think you see that playing out and that's, that's, that's really the way it should be, I think, you know? Yeah, like it, you don't have to just throw it all away. Just take take the stuff that was that made that was really good and and bring it in and and make it make sense as part of the timeline. Because right. that was the issue with the EU; it was just all over the place. Everything's contradicted each other, and there were yeah, different it, stories. And yeah, it, it right they, when it first started out, especially they didn't. Um, you know, there there just wasn't the whole the universe thing, although you know, they always called it the star Wars universe, but it, you know, the idea wasn't quite there yet. I know very, very early on, like Leia was always supposed to have twins, but in one of the other books, like simultaneously, she was also pregnant. So that's why she, they ended up with having a set of twins. And then they had a third kid called Anakin, uh, you know, in the, this is in the old EU. And it was basically just cause it came down to an error that somebody had her pregnant in the wrong time. So they're like, uh, <laughs> give them another kid, you know, like oh, that, was a, that was a different pregnancy or something like that. And it kind of, that, that sort of set the stage for the whole EU where like there's constant, like people were kind of, you know, stepping on toes here and there. And, you know, it wasn't as well thought out is right. the best way to say it because they didn't realize that it had to be, you know what I mean? Whereas now everything matters. Like, you know, back then that was just sort of like, Oh, okay, we'll fix it. You know? Well, we really all thought it was done. 
I mean, that was the thing. We did, like, yeah. Everybody, it was like, well, it's it's a free for all because he's not doing anything else. <laughs> exactly you right. Know? And um, you know, we everybody really thought that was that was it. It was that George was done after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, as I just read something today where like they were saying, yeah, you know, people were complaining about the sequel trilogy, but basically, uh, Pablo Hidalgo was saying like, oh, well, Lucas originally when they were started doing the books, he would. You know, he would he would look them over and make sure everything made sense and and approve them, and then he said after a little while he's basically like, yeah, d- don't bother me with that anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like, you know, he had a general idea of like, oh, that's pretty cool. You can do this or you can do that. But after a while, he's like, yeah, just okay. Just you know, I'm doing other things now. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> George is busy. George's got You're right. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think this is good news. I, I'm excited about where Star Wars is going, and can't wait for the Mandalorian in November. Yeah, I um, think the, I, I think I'm, I, I'm I'm torn. I I think I'm more excited for the Mandalorian than I am for the Rise of Skywalker, and I only say that because it's something new. And you know what I mean? Like like I was saying earlier, like I think Rise of Skywalker, like you kind of you kind of think you're like, well, they're going to win at the end. That's, that's how the yeah. story is structured. You, you know? And so, I mean, how they get there could be very exciting, but I, I you know, I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I was all giddy when they showed the trailer with Palpatine and with the emperor showing up at the end. So then I, you know, I, I'll fall by, right back into it. I'm sure. Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Like I feel the same way. I, and it's and only because it's probably because Mandalorian is closer. That's true. And, too. and I just don't know what to think after Last Jedi, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm I'm excited about the rise of Skywalker, but after Last Jedi, I'm kind of like, I just don't, I don't even know where they're going. I don't know where what's going to happen. Well, yeah, that's interesting. You know? if you go, yeah, if you go back to Empire, you know, after Empire, you're like, well, they got to go rescue Han Solo. Like you, you kind of knew where they were going to go. Like, you know, what I mean, you didn't know how it was going to happen, but you're like, well, they got to they got to go rescue Han Solo. Whereas now I'm like, well, I don't know what they're going to do now. You know, like I'm kind of like after Last Jedi, you're kind of like, well, well, okay, like you know, you're, there's you know the the entire uh, resistance is on the Falcon, and okay, where where are we going? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I'm ex- I'm excited about it, but it's I th- I think it's just because this is so close, uh, Mandalorian is so close, and that's it's a little bit further away, so I'm like, eh, yeah. I'll be, uh, the next trailer that comes out, I'll probably be, you know, beside myself. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, well, and it, as a matter of fact, now that you mentioned the trailer, the, uh, someone I saw, they're like, oh, the, um, uh, the Force Awakens trailer was released on October something, and The Last Jedi was October something, so I wouldn't be surprised if with the next, like, couple weeks we don't get a trailer. Okay. Yeah. So that could be exciting too. And, you know, yeah. Right. Then we'll, our, our two, our, you know, my tune will be totally different. Right. I can't <laughs> wait for this movie. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, we will see what happens there. Should we go into our, our birds of prey discussion? Yeah. Let's just head over to that now. Okay. As, as we uh, start to wrap things up. Um, so, you know, I saw the, watched the birds of prey trailer it's uh, the Birds of Prey, the Emancipation of Harley Quinn, or the, there's some other word in there too. There's like a subtitle, but it's like the fabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn, or yeah, whatever it is. Right. It's um, it, yeah. I, I I don't I don't have it at my fingertips. I know. Right. But so um, Birds of Prey. We'll just call it Birds. There of you prey. go. Right. 
So anyway, so birds of prey. Um, you know, it's definitely. It, I have two. I have a couple of thoughts about it, but one, I, I'm, I'm not sure what to make of the the trailer, and I think it's because like you know, all right, so Harlequin is based off of her character from the Suicide Squad movie. And so there's that. So you're kind of like, oh, well, I guess that movie still happened, even though I know they're kind of rebooting Suicide Squad. So like, it's just, again, it's like, well, what matters? What doesn't matter? How's this working out? Um, yeah. I'm very confused as to why they're calling it Birds of Prey and not Harley Quinn, because um, from the comic books, the Birds of Prey were always um, uh, Black Canary and Batgirl and Batgirl and the time was called Oracle. She was in, the, in a wheelchair and she was called Oracle. And those two were the original birds of prey. And then later they added the huntress and some other characters like that. But as far as I remember, Harley Quinn was n- never part of the birds of prey from the comics. So <laughs> I don't, I'm very confused as to why they're shoving her over here. Not just, why not just do a Harley Quinn movie? So, right. I mean, the trailer looks interesting. I, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to think. In my view, she was the highlight of Suicide Squad. She was really good. In, in, yes. So I get that they're giving her her own film. I, I know very little about Harley Quinn to begin with. Birds of Prey, I didn't know were a thing. I mean, the characters that are in here, you you know more about the DC universe than I do. Are they, I mean, do you recognize them? Are they in the comics? Like I, I know who they're supposed to be, but they look very different from their comic book counterparts. Okay. So, like, yeah, you know, for example, Black Canary. In the comic books, has blonde hair, and I believe so. The that's, is, that's so. This character is Black Canary. Yes, they're calling her Black Canary. Okay. But the, even her costume is very visually like in the comics. Black Canary has on like a black leather jacket, and she wears black fishnet stockings. And uh, you know, looking at the Black Canary from the Birds of Prey movie, like I don't. That to me, that she doesn't appear to be Black Canary. You know, what I mean, the, 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 she's not recognizable. Um, you know, I understand you're going to change certain things for a movie, but I just I found her, you know, not recognizable. And then they they show who I think is the Huntress, like she's on a motorcycle at one point. But she, like, again, I'm just like, I guess that's supposed to be the Huntress. I'm not sure. Uh, you know, it, it's it, there's a lot of questions. You know, okay. and and now, you know, if if you're not a uh, a fan or a follower of the comics, you may just be like, oh, cool. Look at these other heroes that are with her. Or, you know, you might not think twice about it. But, um, you know, just from a, as a coming from the comic book perspective, I was I was a little thrown off by it. I'm just like, well, I don't know who these people are. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Ian McGregor looks or Ewan McGregor look, I mean, looks good. I mean, you know, he's oh. always good. He's good in everything he does. So, yes. Right. Um, so I he, he I would say is I'm interested to see how Harley Quinn, if she can carry her own movie. You know what I mean? But because right. she was, but she did, she was so good in Suicide Squad, but there she was like part of the ensemble. So um, I'll be curious to see if she can carry this movie. But then again, she may be very well part of this. Like it might be an ensemble cast in this movie as well, but we're just seeing her as the face of the movie because that's the character we already know. Right, right, that, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, then with Ewan McGregor, I, you know, he's he's always good, and so I was excited to see that he was involved as well. I, I it'll be interesting to see where this goes. You know, you're talking about Black Canary. The the Black Canary I'm thinking of is from the Arrowverse. That's that's the character I'm right. most familiar with. Yeah, and now um, in in the Arrowverse, while not an exact, an exact copy, she was very 
that character matches more closely to the comic books. Okay. So, yeah, but now, there's a weird, there's a weird scene in this trailer where it's like, she's mimicking that Madonna video. Almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what what I right. video that was, but it was a uh, material girl. Wasn't it was it? a material girl. That's right. Yeah. And, and which in itself is a mimic of an old Marilyn Monroe movie. Right. 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 You know? So, yeah, so I'm not quite sure. One of the things I did get was that, so in Suicide Squad, they kind of focused on her being, her and the Joker being in a relationship of some sort. And so now in this movie, she's broken up with the Joker. Now she's free of him. And so I think that's part of the emancipation subtitle is that it's sort of Harley Quinn going out on her own and being like, okay, now it's me. I'm, you know, I'm on my own. And so I think there's going to be like, that's going to be a theme of it, like, you know, sort of like, you know, escaping basically her, like escaping the, the evil boyfriend who happens to be the Joker. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, you know, what? like I'm looking at this, uh, the title is we, I have the actual title here. It's birds of prey and the fabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn. So maybe it's saying it's the birds of prey from the comic books and the Harley Quinn's tagging along. <laughs> right? yeah, maybe yeah. that's what's going on. I don't know. It could be like that. Uh, yeah. And personally, I think I would have done it the other way. I would have been like Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. You know, I just kept right, it simple right. like that. But whatever. Uh, I, you know, I, again, I'm not sure what to make of it. Uh, you know, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if it's the movie was made for me in mind. Maybe that's a good way of saying it. Like, you know, I, I some of the stuff I'm like, oh, OK, I like, you know, I'm into this. But then other times, I mean, I really Harley Quinn was introduced the old Batman animated series and she was, um, you know, back then she was in like a, a red leotard and with like the jester, like hat. What do you call the jester hat with the oh, things? Oh, I don't the, know. I, yeah, but she had, well, that like, so she has the ponytails now, but that's sort of what they're meant to invoke was the two jester cap things she used to have on, you know, on her costume and stuff. Right, right. You know, now they put her in that in the movie, she would look ridiculous. So I, I get why they do certain things, but, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And then part of me wonders, too, uh, the movie's going to be rated R, so part of me wonders if they're trying to go for that Deadpool audience, have her be over the top and silly and maybe, like, you know, get some of that Deadpool money, basically. Yeah, yeah. This movie sort of seems like the same situation with the Joker movie that's... Is it out yet, or is it coming no. out? Uh, I believe it's on Friday. Okay. So it's it's like, I don't know where to put it. Like, it's sort yeah. of its own thing, and... I don't know where it where well, now the Joker movie. Yeah, the Joker movie is definitely its own thing. As a matter of fact, it takes place like back in the seventies. I think. I oh, think it's really? set. I think it's set in the past. But as far as I know, there are no ties to the DC universe, like or to the you know to the cinematic universe. You know, so that's its own thing. And then, like I was saying before, then you had like Suicide Squad, and then you have a sequel to Suicide Squad. But it sounds like it's a soft reboot. And then they're going to take a Harley Quinn and insert her into here too. And then you're kind of like, well, okay, what, what's happening? You know, like I'm, yeah. you're like, I'm a little lost here. There's not a straight, you know, it doesn't seem as a, it's not a straight line and it's not a, you know, there, there's no, whereas Marvel, I just thought did a good job of setting up their other movies and connecting, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this, it just kind of feels like it's sort of out, out there on its own almost. So. And Margot Robbie's in this, in the suicide squad too, right? She's one of the, Yes. She's one of the carryovers from. Yes. So she, right. So that tells me like 
that it's not a total it, it's like a it's not a total reboot because they're her and a few other people are from the original movie so right you know i guess it's really i mean i guess it is just a true sequel is you know but they're just gonna change it up because it's a new director now i'm not sure right right yeah interesting so i forget what the release date was for birds of prey it doesn't i mean it doesn't say in the trailer you like you know usually they give you the yeah they give you the the title and then they give you a date but I, they didn't hear oh here february 7th of 2020 oh okay so it's, it's so it's it's right around it's, the corner yeah yeah that's interesting so yeah i hate to be a downer about it but it, it didn't really um it didn't really make me say like i really want to see this it was more of like i'm like okay well this is interesting yeah it just didn't have that excitement factor for me who knows maybe as it gets closer i'll change my mind we'll <laughs> see yeah i mean it, so. and this is the this is the second trailer for this right I want to say, I mean, we had a te- we got a real brief teaser, I think, at one point. Yeah, yeah, maybe, it was maybe something. It was Comic Con. We got something. Yeah, I can't even remember now what it was, but it was very. Yeah, it was like a tease. I, wasn't it just her dancing around or something? Harley. Yeah, Quinn? something like that. Yeah, it was very, very brief. You know, it didn't tell you anything. Whereas this is a much better look at it. Okay, well, let's see where it goes. So that I guess that wraps up our Birds of Prey uh, thoughts on uh, on the trailer. But um, one last thing tonight we're going to talk about is the uh, the Arrowverse, the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover event. It starts in December and it's going to cross over all their different shows. But um, they keep adding more and more people to the uh, to the cast of characters. Yeah, yeah. So like. This uh, past week, they announced they're bringing in. Well, first of all, they have Brandon Routh. He's going to be the Kingdom Come Superman, and they posted a picture of him in this costume, which he looks really good. I was surprised. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they graded then, up his hair a little bit, or at least yeah, right. I think they graded up. They did. Well, <laughs> yeah, either that or they didn't dye it. You know, right. either way. But there's a picture of him with um, the guy that's currently playing Superman in the Supergirl series, and so there's a picture of those two guys together, which is pretty cool. But they also announced that Tom Welling is going to come back as Superman and he played Superman in the Smallville TV show. Okay. That's what I, right. That's what I heard. Yeah. So he's coming back. Uh, the girl that played Lois Lane in Smallville is also coming back. Um, I just have a quick list here. So one of the other things is, uh, Kevin Conroy. He's done the voice for Batman for years in the animated series and video games. He's been right. Batman's voice for a long time. He's going to be in the crossover as an old, uh, cause he's an older guy. Now he's going to be in there as like an older Bruce Wayne character. Okay. Uh, yeah. They have John Cryer coming back as Lex Luthor. He was in Supergirl last season. Um, so oh, one of the things I thought was funny is the actress's name is Ashley Scott and she played, uh, the Huntress in, a TV show from 2002 that was called birds of prey. Oh, and, uh, yeah. So they're bringing her back as, as the hunters from another earth, from that, the old TV show. And, uh, I, that's a pretty deep cut. Cause that show didn't last. I think it was like 13 episodes. It didn't last very long. <laughs> so, I mean, they're really going on in. They have, uh, jo- uh, Jonah Hex is coming in. He's been in, uh, I think legends of tomorrow, uh, John Wesley Ship, who played the Flash in the '90s and who is on the current Flash right. show, it's his father. Uh, it, it was his father, but then his then his father died. But then he also played the Earth Two Flash with the you know the helmet and you know, the like the silver or the Golden Age Flash. Okay, he played him in a couple episodes, and then he also reprised his role as the 1990s Flash 
in last year's crossover, they had him running around in the old velvet suit from the nineties show. <laughs> uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. And then of course we mentioned, I think before on the show that Burt Ward is going to come back. And now they never said what, who he's going to play. They say he's going to have a role, but they never said who he's going to be. But I can only okay. imagine if you're bringing Burt Ward in, you're going to have him be you make either, him, right. either a grown up Robin or since Adam West has passed away, maybe they'll make him uh, the, maybe they'll have him be Batman. You know, that could be kind of cool. But yeah, it it really seems like they're going all out for this crossover in a a fun and a a different way in terms of trying to round up all the TV show characters, you know, from over the years. I thought that was pretty fun and exciting. And there still is a rumor about um, Linda Carter maybe showing up as Wonder Woman. But, you know, last I read that that they were saying we hope, but that probably isn't going to happen. Okay. So I'm not sure if that's because, you know, Wonder Woman has her own movies now and they don't want to confuse people or if it's just not going to work out for whatever other reason, you know? Yeah. I mean, it, this is great because, like, every time, every time I hear something about the DC uh, TV universe, the Arrowverse, they're adding, like, another, like, random character from, <laughs> from something. And I think that's great. It's it's really cool, you know, how, they, how they, they're bringing these guys back in, into this universe. I think it's really cool. Yeah, um, yeah, and I and I, I really want to. I I gotta get into this because I really want to. I I love the crisis, and I really want to get you know see what they do with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the thing what I did is I kind of with all the shows I sort of lost interest, and uh, what I did when they first announced the crisis. Yeah, when they first announced it, and then I guess over the summer, towards the end of the summer is when I finally did it all on Netflix. I went and watched all the previous crossovers, you know, and I want to say there's like four of them maybe and they're each like three episodes of the different shows or four okay. episodes or something like that you know over the years and they you know they start out as like smaller but the one last year really led into crisis of of infinite earths it was really good and i don't think you need to watch like the rest of the season i'm sure there might be little easter eggs here or there but i don't think you need to see the whole season to appreciate what's going to happen in the big crossover you know what i mean yeah i i really like these shows i like i really liked flash a lot yeah that was the one and i i liked arrow for i i, I watched arrow for a long time and then i they kind of lost me but uh flash i really liked it's just like it would go for for the hiatus and then i i would uh i'd lose it you know after yeah that. Yeah, that's good. Cool. You know, I was watching it and it, a lot of the shows, unfortunately, they got it felt like it got a little repetitive, um, okay. you know, like the Flash every season. He had a, his bad guy had like super speed and you're kind of like, well, didn't we just do this last season? You know, like it, it just, you know, well, and some episodes were very good and some episodes were, you know, they would do really neat stuff. But after a while, it just it, it became it just it got it got a little tiresome, you know, so um, yeah. I'm happy that they can still do, you know, have these fun crossovers. And, you know, I will say that having not watched a couple episodes of, or having missed a couple seasons of the various shows, when I watched the crossovers, it, I, it was very easy to figure out like, Oh, this is what's happening now. You know what I mean? It wasn't okay. like, I'm like, I wasn't totally lost. I was like, Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. All right. Maybe that's what I'll do to just go back and watch the crossovers. I, I would I would start with that, and then if you're like you know afterwards, if you're like oh I'd really like to know more about that, then maybe go back and pick up where they uh you know where you left off at or something like that. All right, yeah, this is this is really cool stuff though. I'm, I'm I I got to get into this because it's gonna be it's, this is gonna be an event. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be really cool. I, 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 yeah, it's exciting. I mean, as a fan, as a huge fan of the original Crisis in the comics, and to see them, it, that's something I never in a million years thought we'd see an adaptation of that. And, you know, I know it's not going to be even remotely the same, but it's just the idea of it all. And it, they're definitely having a lot of fun of it because with the Crisis as a comic book, one, especially back in the day, one of the coolest things to me was like that was like one of my first dc comics that i ever picked up and to pick it up and like there was like all these characters like everyone was in it and that's what made half of it so cool and to see them trying to replicate that with the tv universe you know all over the years and stuff this is really neat i think it's really cool well, that was one of the cool things was like reading that comic, like, you know, because it, 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 that was I think that was right as we got into comics. Right. That yes, was like one yeah. of the first big things that happened after we started collecting comics. And and part of the fun was reading something in the in the crisis proper, you know, and right. then being like, well, what happened here? We got to find out what happened, where this guy came from or why, you know, and then you'd go back uh, and like, try yep. to. <laughs> Right, dig back to the back issues and be yeah. like, wait, why Why is this guy, what happened to him? How come he's here? <laughs> no, yeah. I was, I was just, I forget who I was telling. I think maybe my kids I was telling about, like back when we first started buying comics, like, um, you know, they were comics and, and, but the today in comics and ever since the crisis, like, yes, they kill characters off left and right every week. I mean, it's just, and then they come back and it's, it's a revolving door. That's a kind of, it's a running joke in the comic book world. But like when crisis came out and they killed the flash and they killed Supergirl, like that was like unheard of. That was like truly shocking back then. Right. And, you know, I remember just reading it like, what, you know, like it blew my mind. Like when Supergirl got killed and it was hard to get that Supergirl book. It was like, I remember you got it before I did, and then I finally tracked it down. But it was not easy to get find that book. They were, yeah, I remember that, and the the, uh, the issue where the flash dies too. I remember that one being right. a hard one to come by, and uh, you know, but they were just mind boggling. You're like, oh, can you believe they're killing off? Like, you know, that was so unheard of back then. Right. Well, that's what, and that's the kind of what makes me laugh about the current the crisis in terms of the tv shows so in the original one supergirl and the flash both died and now in the in the tv show you're like well they can't kill them off they both have tv shows <laughs> <laughs> right and they're and they're successful right there they're they've well and it's not a spoiler at all they've heavily hinted that um arrow is gonna yeah. pay the ultimate price you know and well, he's he announced did, he's he's done he's I mean, done yeah yeah so and in, in the last crossover, he did make some sort of deal with the Monitor, which basically saves ba- Supergirl and uh, the Flash. Like you know, but it's like one of those things where he does it, but it's like it, his debt hasn't been paid yet, and then it sets up Crisis that way. All right, so, I'm gonna get caught up on all this. Yeah. This is gonna be my next thing. <laughs> so I guess that was a little bit of a spoiler there. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> I, if I'm this deep in and I haven't, uh, I, I know, know right. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to get caught up. So, I don't know. This, this this looks really good. Yeah, I'm definitely excited for this. So, this all starts in December. It's going to be, like, a couple episodes in December. Then there's going to be a break. And then there's going to come back. And then it'll be the the, the end episodes in uh, after the winter break, I guess. All right. Yeah. yeah so, I got, I, got, I got until December to get caught up. All right. There, I can do right. that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, what do you said? Does that wrap up our show tonight? Yep, that wraps it yep. up. I think we're now we're good to go. 
All right. Well, uh, we thank you all for listening tonight. Follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. We post stuff out there. We're, we're, we're pretty good about posting news mm-hmm. stories and stuff like that. Yeah, we try. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. We have an Instagram account as well. Yep. We ask you if you like the show, please go out and leave us a review on iTunes. We would really appreciate it. And I guess that wraps up for tonight, and we will talk to you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening.